Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the year-end spectacular of a wild podcast has appeared, episode 138. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, as always, joined by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. We've made it to the end of the year. Somehow. Another one down. Somehow we did it. We, I know. We did another it one again. down. Another one to go. Um, man, I, every year I think <laughs> this will be the year that, you know, <laughs> Wild Podcast has appeared, doesn't get to do a year-end episode. And every year I'm proved wrong. <laughs> Uh, well there we go um so we we got a bunch of stuff to to kind of go through this we got a little bit of news obviously you know slower news week obviously uh Mm -hmm. but you know gotta you know as as always what i like about these conversations is we make a bunch of uh we talk about the things that have happened this year and then make a bunch of predictions for next year uh and see what happens like look last time we did this we didn't think pokemon snap was going to be a thing boy were we surprised i mean Uh, let's caveat that i always thought it was going to be a thing that's true megan i always thought it megan has been megan had the faith uh I've, and look i've held that can, banner for decades <laughs> if i continue to have the faith pokemon duel will make a comeback and oh, and, and here we and we'll come back to this show and be like ah see jim he was on to something he knew what was going on it's never coming back man <laughs> never coming back if you're new to this show obviously uh, this episode will probably be a little little different uh than most but you know we'll, we'll still keep to some of the the similar same structures uh, we'll do some news in the beginning. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll go into a deep dive and then do a Pokemon fact at the end. Uh, it's everyone's favorite segment of the show all the way at the very end. That's why we make you wait, make you wait till the end to hear it. Um, other than that, you can catch us live Mondays, 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific, noon Eastern. I did that backwards because uh, mm-hmm. I said nine first and I was like, oh, crap. What time zone is that in? Um, and uh, and then, yeah, then if you haven't, if you haven't yet, head on over to iTunes or go to Spotify. Spotify has ratings now for the podcasts. So you can't leave reviews on Spotify yet. So go ahead and leave those reviews over on iTunes, but you can go rate the show on Spotify. So we appreciate everyone taking a moment out of their day to go uh, do that. Helps the helps people find the show. Uh, more people that find the show, the more people that listen to the show, the longer we can do the show. Uh, and that will be, uh, that'll be fantastic. So anyway, let's jump right into it. Holiday bonus in okay. Pokemon Go is active, and we have a New Year's event. Yes, we have a lot. Of, they they went and announced a bunch of stuff. So, uh, you know, uh, the holiday thing is, you know, around. Uh, the big news is, is that, you know, New Year's event was officially announced, which mm-hmm. not that shocking. Um, uh, it's a, you know, features more costumed Pokemon, um, which includes, you know, last year. So they had, you know, slow, slow poke and slow bro so you know they had the slow poke with the 2020 and Mm -hmm. you know when you evolved it it turned into a slow bro with the 2021 this time they're bringing in slow king with a 2022 it's not like it's you know it's kind of like the little glasses thing but not really um also hoot hoot with a hat Hoot, hoot oh my yeah, yep. that's it. That's the one that got. That's it. <laughs> it's like wow, slow king. Uh, screw it. Hoot, hoot with a hat. As soon as you said, hoot hoot with a hat. Like what kind of hat are we talking? Do we know? Is it like a ball cap? Is it what? Is it a top like, hat? It's it's a little top hat. It's a little new <gasps> top hat. It's a little yes. golden top hat. Um, All right, so that will get me in immediately. I'm hooked. Assorted other party hats are also returning. Party hat Bulbasaur, party hat Charmander, party hat Squirtle, party hat Radicate, party hat Nidorino, party hat Pichu, party hat Pikachu, or no, excuse me, New Year hat Pichu, New Year hat Pikachu, New Year hat Raichu, party hat Gengar, party hat Wormpool, party hat Wobbuffet. 
Well, those um, are different. So, you know, those those are all going to be available. Um, and that's just the first of many events coming in uh, t- January of 2022. We are also getting some new Mountains of Power events. Um, mm-hmm. Well, one mountain. Uh, it's a Mountains of Power singular event. And that starts January 7th. And mm-hmm. uh, that will somehow involve mountains of power. It involves that door that, you know, they're trying to unlock in game. It will involve Johto Pokemon and Sinnoh Pokemon. And then at the end of the month, we're getting a Kanto Power Plant event, which will involve electric and steel type Pokemon. And that will open up the third and final part of the, you know, you know door. It's a door. It's mysterious. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. What's behind the door? We don't know. Hey, for some people, for some people, I'm sure they're really into this. This mysterious door. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, there's a good payoff. I'll just you yeah. Know, I I do like how there. you know the last the uh, you know the last season storyline was like. Hoopa's causing all sort of mischief. We need to learn more about Hoopa so we can unlock Hoopa Unbound. And like this season is like, it's a door. Open it. I don't know. I mean, is there whatever. I've seen a trainer and I didn't know the comment saying this reminds me of Kingdom Hearts with all the talk of a mysterious door. <laughs> so, I mean, we got Sora in Super Smash. So like, if Niantic comes through with like that Sora cameo, I'm just saying. <laughs> Give me Pikachu Crazy. with a key sword. Yes, Pikachu Keyblade. Keyblade Pikachu. Honestly, that's what I want. What if Mickey Mouse appears, guys? This is the IP of our dreams. Never going to happen, but I'm going to put mm. it out into the universe. Oh, excuse I mean, me, yes. I'm getting yelled at for calling it a key sword instead of a keyblade. My, my, <laughs> my apologies. It's been like 15 years since I played a Kingdom Hearts game, so... That hurts because I played them still frequently, but that's you know a conversation for a different time about my which which one did you play? Uh, Kingdom Hearts three point one four one five seven remix Holy Hearts edition, or you know, I played um, that version, but I actually played the like the Japan exclusive, so like all in Japanese, yeah, you know, yeah, close, close. Anyway, so yeah, so that's Pokemon Go. There's Pokemon Go stuff happening always, never ceasing, never ending. In uh, a surprising move as well, uh, a surprising move, they're still doing things for Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Yeah, they had a symphony, a symphony. So for a limited time, all the uh, you know soundtrack uh, was available for uh, the new Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl thing. Um, but they mm-hmm. released like a six minute symphony video to kind of like celebrate it. So you know mm-hmm. the Pokemon Company. Uh, hired a bunch of musicians and played some songs. You know, it was very nice. Yeah. I mean, you know. I haven't seen it yet, but I do like the idea of it. Again, very Kingdom Hearts. Very much appreciative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just a little nice thing for fans who really enjoy that music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that is, uh, you know, uh, so the big thing is, of course, uh, over, you know, in order to access the full library of uh, Pokemon uh, theme music, um, you need to live in Japan um, because mm-hmm. it's a sound locked, uh, sound locked Pokemon or sound locked or God, I can't talk. It's Monday and it's day after Christmas. Uh, it's region locked to Japan. Anyone yeah. can listen to the symphony, but you'll need to either live in Japan or, you know, do a VSP. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, but that's, that's cool. You know, they're still promoting it. You know, they're trying to sell those a uh, VPN, not VPS. I can't talk today. God, I'm just, <laughs> you know what it's I'm like, a mess. It's I'm a, a mess. After Christmas, like we're, we're all in that state of like, it's after Christmas The new year's not quite here yet. And we're just in this weird limbo of like, fear of what's coming yeah. in the next year <laughs> well you know everyone's everyone's uh new year's eve plan new year's day new year's eve plans got canceled you know they're they're canceling sporting events left and right you know everyone's going to be staying home once again you know because everyone has covid so you know it's it's the weird time everyone's just existing we're all just existing it's here. just in time though as we will speak to soon in the podcast of legends going live yeah. everyone's <laughs> going to be home to play the new game 
Uh, well, you know, before before we get to that, they did release that final episode of um, you know Pokemon uh, Pokemon Evolutions. Mm-hmm. So I have you know, not but... actually gotten a chance to watch it. <laughs> What? Uh, uh, hey. <laughs> You're killing me! I was hey. relying on you! Oh, absolutely not. I was sick literally this entire past week. Not COVID, though. I had, like, four COVID tests done. Um, still vaccinated, still great. I just, uh, to quote my doctor, had one of the worst cases of bronchitis she has seen in the last, like, three years. Uh, so I was basically just laying in bed for the last, like, four four or five days did not get to watch pokemon evolutions unfortunately uh did watch a bunch of other anime and other pokemon episodes though just not this one (laughs) so you know the 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 big thing was um you know that the last episode came out it's all about green trying to complete her pokedex um and um she she runs into uh uh, you know, the, the entire thing is it's basically a three-way competition to see who can get capture Mewtwo first. Um, so you I know, heard. It, it features Trace and Elaine, which are the uh, characters from, um, you know, Pokemon Let's Go, um, which, you know, cracks me up because, you know, that kind of solves the answers the question of are the Let's Go games um you know canon or not you know also mm-hmm. features green it's like it's it's nice i like that they brought in green which you know um you know should have always been a foundational member of the pokemon uh franchise and was cut at the last minute for some strange unknown reason mm-hmm. um so you know so we we got green and you know we 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 had uh, the the let's go characters which was a pleasant surprise and it cracks me up um that they all uh you know show up uh, Pika Trainer points out that Green is in the manga. Yes, Green is in Pokemon Adventures, but not, you know, the first manga, just, you know, just yeah. the long running one. Um, and I love Green. You know, that's how I first even knew Green existed because, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when you're a kid reading those animes, you're, you're reading those manga, you're like, oh, hey, there, there's a female character. That would be nice. Um, you know, I, I have love, that. I mean, look, I know like, we, we've talked uh, quite a bit about the um you know the the mon- the original manga and all that like all having you know like it's it's weird um but like there there seem to be like bits and pieces of of that canon that seem to get like picked up every once in a while um mm-hmm. and i would just love for them to just like fully commit to that uh and just like say you know what let's let's get weird and let's let's really lean into uh the weird stuff or at least you know bring characters or or things there cuz i think it would be um think that would be fun you know speaking of the anime i'm always kind of like surprised that as we we get these like spinoffs and stuff like that you know obviously i don't think they're ever going to get rid of um you know the the ash anime you know that Mm -hmm. that is you know just a franchise and there's no reason to move away from it but i'm always kind of surprised that they never like made a go at um doing uh pokemon like doing like a pokemon adventures anime adaptation like you know, like because they've they've done like multiple like weirdo spinoffs, um, yeah. kind kind of like Pokemon Evolutions. Like you know, we we got you know Pokemon Evolutions. We've got um, oh, I can't remember the rest of them. You know what I'm talking about, people. <laughs> uh, well, I almost wonder. I almost wonder if like maybe you know, like we know that they're ramping up some uh, you know live action adaptation, you know live action stuff. I wonder if the live action stuff actually hews a bit more towards uh, the manga than, uh, than anything else. I just want to see our bucket cut in half. That's all I <laughs> want. <laughs> well, you know what, if we ever see that, you know, in live action or the anime or anything, I will be the first person to report to you about it. I don't it will think, be, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see it happening, but you know what? Weirder things have happened in this world. Um. Yeah. No, I, 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 Pika trainer in the chat said, "Look, it gets better. It survives." Yeah, it's it's fine. There's a lot that that, that <laughs> those early. You know, I went and bought my son like the first volume of Pokemon Adventures, and you know uh-huh. they they you know now releasing like the mega sized one, so it's literally yeah. all of that first arc from Red. You know, like here's my Poliwag, and my, or he starts off with the Poliwhirl and Bulbasaur, um, mm-hmm. and then they um. You know, all the way up until his like, you know, battle with the 
not the Elite Four. I think it's just, you know, the Team Rocket gang and Lance. Um, but, you know, I was reading that and it's just like, man, this this is just wild stuff. Just absolutely weirdo, wild, oh, crazy <laughs> stuff. You, you understand why, you know, not as many people are fluid in being able to, you know, discuss what happens in the manga when you start reading it, um, you know, compared to the anime or the video game more. Well, and, it, you know, my big question is, has Red ever figured out that Yellow is a girl? Um, has, like, you know, it's been like 20 years, and I'm pretty sure he is still just blissfully unaware that Yellow is, in fact, a girl. You know, I would be surprised if he figured it out. <laughs> and it also cracks me up that, you know, to this day, they're just like, yep, no, their their names are just colors. They're all just colors. They're, we're not really doing much with that besides that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so, but like that's that's part of the charm, uh, like of this, I think, right? Because like I think at like even for me, like just first starting and like the trainers are just like red and blue. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Why not? You know, yeah. We don't know so. what names are like in their universe. They could right, be, look, look, yeah, there, yeah. There are plenty. I mean, we of, there are plenty of weird names. There's plenty of weird names outside of the world of Pokemon that I think is, you know, look, that's fine. Someone calls their kid red. So what? Not the first time I've heard it. I'm sure and it won't be the last. <laughs> nice. So, uh, uh, Oh, did you have something Christian? I was going to, no, no, please. I was a bit of an early break. I'm going to throw to an early break. Cause uh, like I said, I think what I want to spend as much time as we can talking about, uh, the year, the year that ha- that has and, uh, the year ahead. Uh, so we'll be back in 60 seconds to, to go into all that and a little bit more. All right. Well, 2021 was a year. It, it was. A year. It was a pretty, certainly pretty was. good, pretty good year for Pokemon. Uh, I think what yeah. they yeah. they report some so they were you know financially reported some some pretty big wins uh mm-hmm. on on that front uh and we uh there there was a lot uh and so it, we'll, we'll go around and i'm curious to see what you know in, in chat feel free to chime in here um I, i'm gonna just uh put christian on the spot and make him go first for what uh he believes is probably one of the biggest stories for for 2021 and we'll go to megan and then and then i'll, I'll chime in uh, probably the biggest story of 2021, in my opinion, is um, the Pokemon company's willingness to branch out a little bit more um, beyond just like Pokemon Legends. I mean, everyone's going to be talking about that. And I think that, you know, uh, we'll, we'll talk a lot more about Pokemon Legends here in a minute. But I think that mm-hmm. the big thing, the big storyline for me um, was that the Pokemon company teamed up with Tencent to release Pokemon Unite, which seems mm-hmm. to be doing pretty well. Like, we don't have firm numbers, but it seems mm-hmm. to have a fan base. It seems to... Um, it's, it's died down from its initial popularity, but they're still pumping out new content, and, you know, it seems to be doing well. Um, you know, and that was not a Game Freak game. Um, and, you know, then they released Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which, you know, was a full, you know, full-blown Pokemon game also not developed by uh, Game Freak. And I think that uh, was a bit of a surprise by by all accounts. Um, uh, so, you know, I, I think that's the biggest uh, story of 2021 is I think that um, the Pokemon company is starting to realize, you know, they've always known. It's, you know, we always, you know, make the jokes like, oh, you know, Pokemon company is such a small, small operation when it's like this billion dollar <laughs> franchise. Um, they they know that they they have a giant on their hands, but I think that they are starting to utilize it more. I think they are more cognizant than ever of the fact that they have a multi generational um, fan base, and I think that we're going to see more stuff like what we saw this year. We will never see Pokemon Sleep though. Oh no, they no it's yeah. it's gone. So yeah, that's that's going to be my big thing. Is you know I thought that was probably the biggest the biggest trend um was but what just, about you know, pokemon had... star 
That, that never existed. That never existed. <laughs> like, you know, that was that was Eurogamer's attempt of, you know, trying to say that they were coming out with a Pokemon Sun and Moon port for the Switch that got canceled and scrapped so quickly. <laughs> um, if if that, you know, and or it could have been Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. It was one of those two things. But, you know, there was never a Pokemon Stars. That, that project never was a thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it never happened, and I'm glad that, you know, we're like two generations removed from that stupid, dumb story. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, uh, I, think, I, like, I think that's a... Um, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where the Pokemon company goes, um, like, like, moving forward with its relationship with other studios and, and things like that. Like, it's not... Um, it, they have done things. They have done things like this on a much smaller scale, but I think this year cemented the fact. And look, like it's not like this stuff happened this year, right? Like we saw, we saw the fruits of it this year, um, which mm-hmm. I, which I want to believe is is a like, mm-hmm. like you said, a sign of things to come. Um, uh, you know, as we as we move as we move on, uh, it'll be. It, but but the the question I think there is who will they partner with and like, and like, and who would you, who I don't know. I'll toss this out there. Who would you want them to see partner with? I, Cause it's, weird, cause it's not like you're going to be like, Hey, let's, let's have them partner up with, uh, you know, like square Enix or something. And like, they'll go do yeah. something. Like, I don't, I think where, but like, that's a thing where it's one of those, you know, are we that far off? Like, is something like that maybe a thing that's that's in our future, given how, how positive some of these other ones go? Or will it just be more focused on, like, look, as far as main console stuff goes, they are going to, you know, control most of that outside of remakes, and then they're going to branch out more in the mobile space. Like, I, I think that's that's really the the two options here. And feel free to... Well, Tell you know, if you think so, you, you, you've kind of, I mean, the thing with the mobile stuff though, I feel like they've pulled back on the mobile stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only, the only uh, mobile thing, yeah, got but I wonder how was, much of that was COVID though. Uh, I think they were pulling back from it even before then. Cause like Nintendo in general, like there was a thrust there for like two or three years where Nintendo was like, yeah, mobile's the future. And you know, the problem is, is mobile yeah. kind of, uh, tapered off, you know, it's, it's there. I mean, I feel like, you know, like you can't really like downplay mobile gaming. Mobile gaming's still it's huge. huge. It's absolutely it's, massive. Like I think that's but, the reason Unite has it's like a has got a really a second win. Yeah. And but at the same time, like I do feel like um you know, like even in terms of like big mobile releases this year, there aren't mm-hmm. that many big mobile releases that come out in a given year. It's all about, you know, um, you know, the those you know, live service games where it's all about right. keeping the fan base, you know, keeping existing gamers engaged and whatnot. So, and like, I think Nintendo realized that they were not going to expand their player base with mobile. And so I think generally speaking, they've kind of Nintendo back on it. released that, that Mario game. Oh, <laughs> oh the Mario run or whatever. The Mario was. runner. Um, so yeah. Bad. Ooh. Well, but you know, at the same time, you know, they're still pumping out new content for that Mario Kart. Sure, you know, that Mar- Mario Kart oh, yeah. does really, really well for them. Yeah, I was sort mm-hmm. of shocked. So, by the so as far as mobile thing. games go, this year we have, or not this year, but like in general, we have Masters, mm-hmm. we have Unite, yeah, we have Go. Is yeah, Cafe we... is Cafe Mix considered a a mobile game? Yeah, I've, it's I mean, it's like Unite and Mick, Unite and Cafe Mix are like they're also switch games. And like, so Mm -hmm. like, was the plan always to have like a double port? Like, did they develop it for the switch first and say, well, we can make this a mobile game or, or, or vice versa. Right. Like, I think it was vice versa. I think it started off as a mobile game and kind of went back. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, I think that mobile stuff is still like a part of their plan, but I don't think we're going to like, I, I think if they can come out with one big game a year in terms of mobile, they'll be mm-hmm. like, you know, thrilled about that. And, um, you know, that, that would make it more successful than most mobile games. Cause I mean, you know, there's a ton of mobile games that come out every year and none of them end up being, you know, like only a couple of them actually turn out to be hits. And like, Sure. You know, as much as we knock masters, you know, that that's got it's a still around. Dedicated we thought that was going to be gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it crashed and burned, but it like rose from the ashes. <laughs> it um, really you know, um, 
you know that that's done well you know cafe remix you know they've they've uh recommitted to that you know they're pumping out a lot of good uh you know good content right now um you know go is its own thing i pokemon goes in this weird place right now because they they upset their fan base so much um yeah. mm-hmm. uh they i don't know like you know it is really like i'm sure they're still making money hand over fist with that but um i do kind of wonder uh what pokemon go is going to do in 2022 um, they're running out of new Pokemon. Um, like, yeah, they, you know, and and the drip, the the whole the whole drip thing um, of content of new Pokemon and stuff like that. Like, they compared. I think we only got like forty or fifty Pokemon released in twenty twenty one, and uh, in twenty twenty we had like over a hundred. And so, mm. you know, that I think hurts that game as much as all of the other nonsense that Niantic had to deal with this year. Um, you know, most of which were self-inflicted. Like, let's be clear, Neantic messed up, not the fan base. Um, mm-hmm. but well, that was so that um, was gonna be that was gonna be one that was like gonna be like a one A of of my things for this year. But since we're kind of mm-hmm. already talking about, it, let's talk about it, right? Like Pokemon Go, like the story of Pokemon Go this year, I think is a is an interesting one. Um, yeah. in that. I would argue at the tail end of last year. Pokemon Go was really getting like they were getting a lot of praise. And we were talking about how much fun we were having with Pokemon Go and even into the early parts of this year. And then they did that weird rollback that everyone, you know, held their feet to the fire for like like that was and that wasn't even just a uh, a thing where you saw just like random players on the Internet, you know, complain about it. This was a thing where like big time streamers, big time people in the community all said, you know what? They're not going to play Pokemon Go as much uh, in unless these things get get fixed. And you know, uh, you know, apparently Niantic held uh, you know a bunch of uh, meetings with with some of these bigger name you know folks in the space and made some changes and put it back. But it feels like they've never fully recovered from that hit. And I almost wonder if that was if we would be feeling the same way about Pokemon go at this point in the year, had not none of that had happened just based on content alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and because like, look, I think it's one of those things where, I mean, community day was a, was a pretty good success. You know, it, it looked like it was a pretty good success. I saw a lot of people tweeting about it. It was trending and in it, you know, it was, you know, it looked just as big as the other ones. Um, yeah. but it's st- it still feels like like there's still that that sour taste in everyone's mouth. I mean, I, I'm done talking. What do you guys think? <laughs> no, I, I I I your feelings are generally the same as mine when it comes to Pokemon yeah. Go. Like um, ever since the big blow up in August, like I feel like the magic is gone. Um, yeah. Like mm-hmm. you know, like I'll still well, log like, in like every Megan, once you were... in a while. Yeah, like Megan, you were you were a big Pokemon Go player. Like you were yeah. like in it, and I know you yeah. still play to to an extent. But like you know, it's, it's, you know, for it, at the end of twenty twenty one, how are you feeling about Pokemon Go? I mean, I I, I think the word is is just <laughs> underwhelmed. I guess is is I mean, word. I it was so it was it was such a good step what they did in you know twenty twenty. I mean. They, they they rose to the occasion, you know, they made the game more accessible, not just to people in, in, in terms of the pandemic, but, you know, it just felt like it was a more accessible game. The the changes being made to even, you know, like, you know, league matches, you know, the the, the care and the attention that was being shown to the fandom was, um, you know, it, it felt more genuine, I guess. Um, and I feel like a lot of my, I guess, perspective on Pokemon Go has now been, um, I guess kind of tainted based on kind of all of the the drama that happened with kind of the pushback rollback um, back and forth that was happening earlier this year. Um, so right now I'm just kind of feeling a little bit lackluster about it. I, I, I mean, I haven't, I didn't play it at all over the, my little kind of holiday break. Um, the accessibility of it is still iffy here and there with me. Um, and just kind of the monetization of it is something that I'm, I'm finding myself pulling back on more and more, um, which is, you know, definitely altered the way that I play the game and how much I play the game. So um, it's definitely disappointing. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, that can get that can be changed around. But, you know, we'll have to kind of just see how that works in the next year. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, it, I think we're all kind of basically in agreement here. Like that's Pokemon Go's got a bit of a hill to climb, I think, to, to capture some of that, that buzz. And I, and honestly, I'm not sure what, uh, what that is, but I guess we'll see. I mean, like, like I, I want it to be good. Like I love, like I loved playing Pokemon Go in 2020. Um, I played, I, I still played quite a bit of it, it this year. Um, but I like, I, I really would love to, to, to get some of that, some of that magic back for, for sure. Um, you know, I, I do think that, and you know, uh, you know, we have somebody over on Facebook who's kind of like talking about how it would be nice if we got new megas or something exclusive to Pokemon Go. And, you know, on, quite frankly, I think that that is might be what they need to do in order to like yeah. give, to give that game like the jolt in the arm. And, you yeah. know, and while that seems unlikely, you know, we got Meltan and we got Melmetal. And, you know, th that was a big deal because, you know, you could only get those in Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I think that, you know, I, I do think there's room there. You know, Pokemon Go mm -hmm. has shown a willingness to like, go with you know like mega evolution is a big deal for it we haven't gotten a mega mm -hmm. evolution you know this generation we haven't gotten a new mega evolution in five years yeah um you know i think that's certainly a possibility you know they do right. there, there's Pokemon. there's still the possibility of introducing dynamax right like they're like yeah. we still haven't gotten yeah gotten that they'll, they'll they'll do stuff but i think that what they need to do there i i think i think you know the the reality is, you know, po the Pokemon company is a part owner of Niantic. Um, so yeah. while while it seems like you know a little bit like uh, weird, because why would you <laughs> put in new Pokemon or new Pokemon forms in a not Pokemon game? Um, right. I I definitely think that you know um, that that's definitely a possibility. Pokemon Go, you know, we cannot overstate how important pokemon go is to the franchise you know For sure. um, it's, it's like the it's, money the, the money the pokemon company makes from that game allows it to do new other things yeah uh, right like it is a it is a necessary component to produce new games to to do some of the weirder stuff that may not work mm -hmm. uh be, you know because they have a bit of that cushion and like it's you know basically an r&d fund I, I think for mm -hmm. uh for a lot of the, the pokemon company this isn't going to be a 2022 thing, but um, you know we're we're fifth we're we're five years into Pokemon Go. They're almost caught up to the games. I do wonder when the conversation turns to Pokemon Go too. Um, mm. You know, kind of like what they did with Ingress when they kind of ran out of content for Ingress, they blew it up and started all over again. And you know, like the gameplay was similar. You know, it's like if you go sure. into Ingress now, it's it's different but the same. You know, but mm -hmm. I kind yeah. of think that you know, Pokemon Go is going to be at that point probably in the next two years. Yeah, well, probably I mean, not next year. But, but also, too, I mean, you got to think, right? Like, it was going to be one of the other things that that uh, was a question um, that I, that I bring up with with people getting more and more uh, powerful, I guess, for lack of a better word, cell phones, right? Mm -hmm. With uh, you know, even even low end iPhones and low end Android devices are still uh, a lot more advanced than they were five years ago. Um, is uh, you know is something that they they take into account, right? Like like will like would even a new coat of paint help uh, Pokemon Go? Mm -hmm. Where I feel like you know even like it feels a little uh, it feels a little old in just the the way that it looks. Um, but yeah, like, but like, like all possibilities, and, and I'm sure they have all these things on a vision board somewhere, uh, or, or a roadmap. Mm -hmm. but, it, but it'll be interesting to see at what rate it, it all it all drips out. Um, yeah. I think also again, like a Pokemon Go Championship Cup would be cool. Like that's actually kind of the thing that that I they're doing that this year, so oh, that, right. that's going to mm -hmm. happen. I've heard, I don't know how official like you know that is because they announced it and then they unannounced it. Um, yeah. But the 2022 World Championships will include a Pokemon Go component. I mean, we know that, and it will yeah. come with cash prizes. It won't be. It's no like, it, Jim. I don't know the answer to this because I know that like other stuff, like over, you know, there's an Overwatch league. Yeah. Is there like a Fortnite money league or anything like that? Uh, like, Fortnite, Fortnite holds ca Fortnite holds cash cups and okay. and things like that. Uh, they usually will partner with other, um, uh, you know 
I mean, they they do. They hold they they do hold a a championship um, every every once in a while, right? Because I totally forgot there right? there was like like Bugo won one uh, just recently, and so yeah, yeah, no, they they do, uh, but they hold they hold a lot of scrims basically, or like smaller you know cash cup things over the the course of the year. But like it would be it would be really cool to have someone who is like the Pokemon champion of the world, right? Yeah, like. They- and, but in yeah, a way well, that feels like, that. well, that that feels authentic and like, I don't know, like, like it, it kind of blows my mind that they have not done a, I don't know, like they they haven't set up like gyms, right, or like mm-hmm. like like a way for fans or whatever, or like the community to like build up to try and go challenge to to like collect gym badges and like you know go and and you know play against an elite four or whatever right and mm-hmm. then like go face a face a champion uh kind of thing like like it's all the free like it's possible but i can't mm-hmm. tell if it's if it's a hesitation on the pokemon company's part or if someone doesn't want to just like deal with the logistics of it how do you make money with it is also another question but like mm. it would be so cool yeah. If someone was like, you know, like the official, you know, like Pokemon master, uh, you know, in, in a way like, like, like that, that to me is what Pokemon esports should have like always be as opposed to just kind of the random gamification of the metas. uh, You you want to see something like you want to see something like almost like an iron chef. Where it's like, yeah. you, know, you want yeah. to be the Iron Chef, you have to be. The, that's not how Iron <laughs> Chef actually works. Sure, but you know, but like, like you, you get, you, you get, you get like the, you get the honor of being, a, you know, someone who has has beaten an Iron Chef or like the, you know, becoming a new Iron Chef, right? Like, yeah, uh, no, I think that I think that would be interesting. Um, you know, I think that part of the part of the issue is with you know, in general, competitive play is you know, singles, single competitions, it's not that. It, it it's too random, you know, because yeah. it's all about okay, uh, whoever throws out your first Pokemon, you know, they're you know whoever whoever has the advantage there is you know has the advantage. But right. you know, I think that would be that that would be cool. Like, um, I think it would require way too much local buy-in. I think that's probably yeah. probably the big issue there. But you know, I think that would be awesome. Like in an ideal world, like heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, having certain, you know, gyms in certain regions of, you know, the United States, you know, in mm-hmm. in Europe and in, in Britain in you know, Japan. I mean, Japan already has some local Pokemon centers. I mean, you know, just having these in, you know, the major markets um, or regions that are playing, you know, Pokemon Go, like that would be a really cool way, obviously, in a world where COVID is not, you know, <laughs> bearing down on us as, as usual, right. um, you know, being able to have that kind of local thing, like that's still something I cherish and remember from when I was a kid and I would go to like, you know, card shops and Toys R Us. And that's mm. where they were having the, the local, um, yep. you know, Pokemon card league. And we would trade pins and trade badges. And I would swindle kids of their holographic Charizard cards. Like that, that, like, I. Oh, see, so, I'm not the only yeah. one. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I so fondly remember having that like in person <laughs> community. And Pokemon Go did a really good job. Um, you know, for, for the, for its first several years, bringing that together. And then obviously COVID and the pandemic has changed things. It has, it isn't out of necessity and out of safety. And so I think if they can find a new, you know, a new way to kind of bring people, you know, in the fandom back together by having some sort of physical place, you know, that's not just like a go fest or, you know, you know, an event like that. Um, You know, I think that'd be so cool. The practicality of it, is very difficult logistically very difficult to plan it, it like hoffer said it requires you know a lot of local buy-in to not only you know create a space like that but to sustain right. it and expand yeah. it so you know well, that say, those like, are I, all the things that pokemon would have to to gamble with um right. but would i love it to happen yeah <laughs> well that's the other thing too right like it's it's why I like of all of the esports leagues and stuff that I watch, I I pay attention to and follow Overwatch the most because over like Overwatch has state teams, 
that you know you can that you could follow and then there's a championship at the, at the end of the year you know thing like that like i would love something organized like that now i know pokemon's not really a team kind of game and it's definitely it's more you know like golf or chess i guess in that in that manner where it's more on an individual than it is uh, that but like man i just you know i would love to see pokemon figure out a more entertaining for lack of a better word i guess uh like competition model um for it all but anyway we went on a few tangents on christian's first uh for uh first uh you know big story of 2021 megan you're up well i mean i think everyone previously in the comments you know nailed what i was gonna say when i was because you know pokemon snap you know new pokemon snap like let's not sleep on how big of a moment that was for me um i mean i still regularly play that game it is one of my go i know it was (laughs) it was my april weird april like spring miracle um i mean i still play the crap out of that game it is just Uh so it is so relaxing you know for me to play to get those pictures i know that you know i have introduced a handful of people to the pokemon franchise through that game who previously had zero and i mean zero interest in what was happening to the point that they have now since gotten switches just to play pokemon so like it has been so good to see that game from a nostalgic point of view obviously as somebody who loved the game on the n64 but also being able to now at an older age introduce it to new players both young and old um you know that's been special for me you know in terms of the video game sphere um but beyond that i think um as the anime queen as some people refer to me at comicbook.com um i have been loving the 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 most recent kind of anime arc that we've had for um, pokemon journeys overseas um where we had the, the two ashes interacting with each other in this alternate universe um i'm always a sucker for that kind of stuff obviously if you've seen my tweets about you know spider-man <laughs> you know that you know i love Universes. I love, you know, mirror people, like people meeting their alternate universe self. Um, and I feel like Pokemon handled it really well. I would love to see more of it. Um, kind of coming, circling back to our discussion about Pokemon evolutions of how I just want more spinoffs. You know, we always are going to have the Ash series, but like, I want more. Like, I would love to have little, little episode blips like that little series about alternate universes. Um, but I really enjoyed that. And I'm excited to see a uh, what it's like when it comes to, you know, us Netflix. Yeah. Well, so Netflix was going to be my, my big thing. And I think that was, you know, I think that for a while we were like, will they, will they, or won't they? Right. Cause we, there was the whole Disney XD stuff and we're like, Oh, there's no way Disney would let go of this, you know, massive franchise. And sure enough, it seems like, you know, Netflix came up with the, the bag full of, you know, the truck full of money and, uh, and there it was. And, and honestly, it's, even seeing that through the lens of being a parent who, you know, with kids uh, who were getting into Pokemon via cards or whatever, um, finding the anime stuff on Netflix and getting really hooked that way. I think it, I think trying to find, unless you were a diehard Pokemon fan or trying to find Pokemon, uh, you know, trying to find the anime was not particularly easy unless you had the channels or, you know, figured out like which of the limited episodes were streaming, you know, elsewhere or whatnot. But the move to new, you know, getting new episodes on Netflix, I feel was a huge, huge step for them. Um, and a, and a very big thing to not include in a thing like this. I think that, I think it, it really, it, I think it doesn't have like immediate long. I don't think it has immediate effects on the franchise, but I think if it stays on Netflix for, you know, for a couple of years, I think that's where we will see some of the long tail uh, benefits um, for the franchise for sure. Well, we can, we can, this, this seems like a good segue into 2022 talk because I think yep. one of the big stories that's going to come out of 2022 you know, uh, is going to be what is the deal with that Pokemon Netflix story, you know, series, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Pokemon is developing or Netflix is developing live action Pokemon series, maybe mm-hmm. multiple series. Yeah. Like, you know, one of them being weirdo- sh- one of them being show run by Joe Henderson. Yeah. yeah. 
And you know, so from what the reports say is it's supposed to be, you know, it's not anime. It's not based on the video game. It's supposed to be kind of a amalgamation, original thing. kind of story. So um, I'm all for brand new stuff, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I, and I think that that is, you know, Netflix is in a weird place right now because they're investing heavily in these like live action adaptations of animated properties. And they just had their first one. You know, I, I sorry that bombed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboy Bebop did not do well. It didn't do well, despite having all way too much money for for what it did. (laughs) But like this thing, but like even looking at it for Pokemon, like Pokemon is not going to be a cheap thing to produce. Yeah, like I mean, we can we can see that with Detective Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and Detective Pikachu, you know, it's weird because Detective Pikachu was a success. It made money. It made a good amount of money. It was a box office hit, but it did not perform well enough for legendary standards. Like I know people who, you know, work in Hollywood who talk about how detective Pikachu was a disappointment. And it's like, yeah. how can you say that? It was one of the biggest movies of the year it came out. It, it made a lot of money. Um, yeah. I, I think, but I think also look, but Cowboy. looking back on that, that is a movie, unfortunately, that didn't really set itself up for a franchise. No, it didn't. That's uh, no. the story the was very the story was very one and done. I don't, you know, like you could force one, but I think they realized like if we tried to do one, because look, they had plans to. They had look, they had uh, uh, the they had a script. You know, they had they had a team ready to go on doing mm. another one. And then when they saw the reception of the first one, it basically just got shelved, and they said, oh, you know what, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think I think that's that's the problem. And I, I, I do think that Detective Pikachu walked so that, you know, these Netflix series might have a chance at running because it yep. showed like, you know, um, you can't just go and adapt something, you know, like right. uh, Detective Pikachu is a perfectly fine game. It's a cute story. Like, um, and uh, we we had half of that, but they took an existing Pokemon concept and they turned it into a, a you know, into a movie and it did fine. It did fine. It just ended didn't do great. And like I said, I loved Detective Pikachu. I think it's a good movie. Like, you know, Ryan Reynolds, the, and, you know, it was really, the other weird thing is, is Ryan Reynolds is a weird Hollywood actor to work with, because, you know, so much of that marketing for that movie was driven by, like... Built, Ryan, Ryan, built around know. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah, it was built around Ryan Reynolds, and it was controlled by Ryan Reynolds, which was strange. Like, you know, Ryan Reynolds does, like, oh, well, now, you know, I'm gonna drop the movie, you know, some movie bit on my instagram or my twitter uh instead of it being like a, a different rollout so I, I think that was a weird no then this is not a knock on ryan reynolds like ryan reynolds was invested in that pro uh, you know you know yeah i mean look this- i think i i'd give a lot of its success to ryan reynolds because i think he you know i think he was a big draw for a lot of people um yeah for stuff but i think but like the what dick pikachu did was give us glimpses into how live action aspects of the world of pokemon could look we got to mm-hmm. see Jim. we got to see jim like we got to see a you know a quote-unquote gym battle we got to see pokemon out in the wild we got to see pokemon and human you know human uh partners coexisting together like there's a lot of those aspects that are honestly we never thought that they would do or give justice and and a lot of those pieces i think detect pikachu did really well yeah it just depends on the it, it, it just you know it had a good story but i think it, it needed a a better story that lent itself to a continuation and that's not and that's not what it did but i think christian you're exactly right i think it gave us a glimpse of what or like it you know walked so the netflix stuff could run um mm-hmm. but like yeah it, it's weird because pokemon falls into almost two cursed camps right like it it it's an anime getting a live action adaptation but it's also mm-hmm. a game getting a live action adaptation and so mm-hmm. like there haven't been e- hits on either you know many hits on either side of those right like it's i think sonic is probably one of the best uh video game movies you know <laughs> like out there like i think it it nails the essence of what those games are and characters are like pretty well and Jane is a is a pro at at, uh, at working uh working with little tennis balls at, with, with tennis balls basically <laughs> yeah no the sonic sonic the the big thing with sonic is and i don't think that it can be really understated sonic came out at literally the perfect time because yes. sonic came out in the like well, it was like 
either it was either the first movie to come out like post COVID or the last mo- movie to come out pre COVID. So it just mm-hmm. it was a juggernaut because people needed something to do during that early time, and um, you know it's uh, <laughs> I got nothing else to say. Like Sonic, <laughs> Sonic that's it. Just, that's like Sonic just really benefited from the the. The, the 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 state of the world it, it's like the it was like animal crossing um yeah. you know animal crossing you know like that entire franchise became like the mega hit of 2020 because it literally came out when people were needed they needed animal crossing in their lives and you know that that sonic movie did the same thing sonic was the last big movie um sonic you know it, it came out and you know, it, they they rushed the home release when COVID happened, um, so yeah. everyone got to do it. So you know, it did okay in the box office, but made tons of money doing the home stuff because yeah. everyone rented that movie the first weekend came out because it was the last movie to come out in 2020. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I finally watched Sonic, it was, I mean, it was like this year, like not too long ago, like maybe a month or two ago, and I was like, well, it seemed like it did all right, and then I watched it, and I was like. I checked out about 20 minutes into it. <laughs> like my, it, my... it just, it just wasn't it for, at least for me as, you know, an, an older fan of the game, I understand that, you know, I've had my nieces and nephews like it, um, who've never played Sonic, but they just think the, the character is really cool. So, um, you know, I think the discussion with Netflix and live action, I mean, it's, 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 it is a whole episode in and of itself for this podcast to kind of discuss how video games and how anime and how just generally storytelling in Japan is taken, translated, and often ill-fitted and adapted in in Hollywood based on, you know, it's 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 mostly niche history. And that's no longer the case anymore. There are millions upon millions upon millions of people who have high expectations for this stuff now, mm-hmm. um, like Sonic and, you know, especially Pokemon, you know, Cowboy Bebop. You know, a lot of the people who I know watched it, who'd seen the anime, they they were iffy on the show or they didn't like it. People who had never seen the anime, I heard time and time and again that they really enjoyed the show. So yeah. they did something right, but they didn't nail the whole project. So, you know, I, there, there's there's pieces that Netflix has to figure out. Um, and it, all I know is it will be a shame if it's still figuring that formula out when Pokemon is being um, put in production. Here's the difference that I think will help Pokemon that I think hurt Cowboy Bebop. I put a fair amount of blame on Netflix for not marketing Cowboy Bebop to not anime fans. Uh, mm, because yeah. as look, I have never watched Cowboy Bebop and I have Get out, no yeah. clue what that show is about. And, 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 and outside of people being like, Oh my God, the anime is so great. Like, I don't didn't know why else I needed to to watch it. I want mm-hmm. like I wanted to because it like there was a little bit of FOMO, you know, just because it like, you know, in our space, everyone's like, oh, we love you know Cowboy Bebop. But talking to some friends of mine, like like they have got no idea like what it is or why why they should watch it. And I don't think the Pokemon Company would let that happen. Uh, yeah. In the sense yeah. that they they would probably ha- uh, have a bit more of a uh, a hand in uh, the marketing of whatever show that they do uh, with Netflix as a partner um, mm-hmm. and help control the narrative uh, a bit, a bit more. It also helps that Pikachu is, is let's be really honest, a much bigger franchise than Cowboy Bebop is. Oh, but I think because of that, the yeah. pressure that there's way more pressure now um, to do it. And quite frankly, this, I honestly, I think this needs to be a show that is geared more towards parents in the way that it can help bridge the gap of kids watching, you know, kids and parents watching the anime, but be like, it doesn't, I'm not saying this needs to be an adult Pokemon show. I'm saying it needs to be, you know, honestly a bit more. Go ahead. I was going to say, it needs to be like a, at the very worst, it needs to be like a Phineas and Ferb, um, where, you know, like like, engaging for kids, but go. Yeah. Yeah. I think it needs to be, a bit more of like I don't I don't think we'll we're gonna get a PG thirteen kind of um yeah a, a Pokemon show I like I'm not I I know that's not that's not the case but but honestly <laughs> I think but I think like you know and I hate kind of using the, this comparison because it feels almost you know too gauche at this point but oh 
Did oh, we lose Jim? Oh, crap. Yeah. Am I here? Am I we back? Whatever, lost you for like 30 whatever seconds. your comment was, oh. was a It needs to be more spicy. like and cut. Perfect. I think it needs to be, I think, it, like, I think Marvel Studios and Disney Plus, and, the, and you know, for their Disney Plus shows, have done a pretty good job making those um, accessible for as wide of an audience base as possible for, from an yeah. age standpoint. And I think that's what this Pokemon show needs needs to be and do. Um for for it to to be a success jim jim wants that live action pokemon uh show to finally answer the question where do pokemon eggs come from <laughs> i mean anybody who watches that show who also listens to our podcast feels the same. i want that question answered <laughs> look the like, next I opportunity i get to talk to joe henderson i'm asking him that question i'm gonna put him right hold his feet right to the fire how do pokemon <laughs> eggs get made joe <laughs> You're like, the one building wanna, the lore of this scene, live action world. You need to tell me. Like, I want a scene in which we see P Pikachu and Ditto in like a little Pokemon nest, and Pikachu is like puffing away on a cigarette. And, you oh, know, God. like. <laughs> and now we've suddenly taken this too far. Let's go to the Pokemon fact of the week. Okay. Yay! No, it's funny. Really quick, since we were talking about 2022. We cannot go like 30 minutes without at least mentioning Pokemon Legends Arceus, the oh, game yeah. that's well, going to change the entire franchise. Uh, and we man, didn't I, even talk. I, I don't think man, it's gonna that's be gonna be I want man. it to be game changing. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I don't think it's going to be. Man, Jim's Jim's the downer on I, this. I'm I'm Jim, I Jim just you know Jim just sees like this is the breath of the wild for Pokemon, and Jim's like, nope, no, thank you. I'm out. I'm, and I'm, I'm like, done. yes, give me more, give me more. <laughs> we'll see. You know, we'll 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 for those of us who you know listen to to the podcast, you you know as well as as we do that we are going to basically this this podcast in 2022 for the first like two months will be a Pokemon Legends Arceus uh, podcast. So that's the Correct. only reason why we aren't talking about more because we are going to talk so much about that damn game. Starting, starting next week, our first episode of 2022, we're just going to add like a subtitle. It's going to be like, Wild Podcast has appeared. We have a comic book official Pokemon podcast about Pokemon Legends Arceus. Are we going to Are we going to do like a rebrand for 2022, Jim? Like, you know, a Wild Podcast has appeared colon legends, legends. Uh, <laughs> and really to circle back to the very first tangent of today when we were talking about we can't believe we made it to another year in about 20 <laughs> years when we finally do our final episode that episode is going to be called a wild podcast has disappeared <laughs> it has to come on guys that's too good it's going to be like 20 years from now but like i'm mark my words uh, so, no, it would be it would, it would be a wild podcast uh, has fled. Is what it yeah, would be. it's like you know. No, uh, that's not. It got it away. Is. No, it got away. Uh, so, uh, poke effect of the week, the final poke effect of 2022. Uh, we're talking this week about Pineco. Pineco is you know just a a pleasant Pokemon, right? You know nothing nothing too sinister about Pineco. It's it's just a bug type Pokemon. What what could a bug type Pokemon you know possibly have hidden in its closet? I don't want to know. We could just end the show here. It's it's going to break my heart, isn't it? Pineco's a carnivore. It's a carnivore. It looks like a freaking pine cone, but in fact, it eats other Pokemon. It eats other Pokemon. That's right. It's it's you know, and this is a long established fact dating back to the earliest Pokedex entries. It's it's all about like you know it. It sits up on a tree branch and it patiently waits for its prey to come along. And for a while there, it's like maybe it's maybe it doesn't eat Pokemon, even though you know there's only humans and Pokemon that exist in the Pokemon universe. But you know, maybe maybe it's waiting for uh humans to come. Maybe it eats people. Nope, it eats other Pokemon. In the Alola region, its favorite food is cutie fly. So yeah, Aww. that's right. It's 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 a wow. it's a carnivore. It's it is a it is a flesh eating pine cone, and it gets weirder because of course it does. Fortress, despite the fact that we have seen the inside of Fortress, you can see its freaking eyes. No one knows what Fortress <laughs> looks like. It's just like Cloister, uh, you know. So it's another oh, weird one. Weird. Yeah. Well, it's, we know, isn't it? It's all the dead corpses of things that it ate before it evolved. <laughs> 
Can you just horrendous. imagine, like, you know, you're you're just a Charmander. You're walking through the forest, just mind your own business and see a bunch of pine trees walking around. Like, oh, this is a safe place. I'm just going to do my thing. And suddenly out of nowhere, a pine cone descends upon you, hits you outside the head, knocks you out, and then eats you. And that's how you die. Death by pine cone to the head. And then nom noms. I mean, I feel like if I ever saw, you know, one of these pine cones... I just don't understand. In the world, I mean, I would like throw up. I would be horrified. I just, I, just I wonder if it's like they some... can only eat bug types. Like, there's got to be a limit <laughs> to like what they can digest, right? Like the difference between like a bug exoskeleton versus like literal bones. <laughs> like, there's got to be a difference here. But how do you get from pine cone like, to, um... to fortress? Well, like um... eating cutie flies. <laughs> Well, but I mean, like, no, just from, even from like a look, like pine cone, you know, or looks like, or, sorry, it looks like a, a freaking pine cone, and then you've got fortress, which is this weird clam-like thing, uh, you know, that's it's, it's because it's got it looks like it's, in, in its two shells. It's supposed to look like a walnut, you know. Um, oh, although, yeah, you know, walnut. despite the fact that it clearly looks like, um, it clearly looks like a, you know, like a shell a clam. or something. Yeah, yeah, it looks, yeah, like, a it looks like a clam. No, it's it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a chestnut with cannons. Um, that's, oh. that's, it's, it's kind of like you know Blastoise. Only it, they, they I, I will say, while in like. generally speaking, I'm a big fan of Gen two uh, Pokemon designs, and Pineco is one of them. God love a Pinecone with eyes that eats people. Um, Fortress is a is one of the misses. You know, it's it's just a it's just a weird one. Um, and part of it is is because it's supposed to be a chestnut, and yet it's a bug steel. You know, like that that's why I don't get it. it's 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 you know the bug. Like why isn't a pine cone Yeah like, like, uh, like a, you grass. Know, a grass? Right? Right? Like I'm it really doesn't... uncomfortable. Cause it's and like... you know, because the idea is it's supposed to sort of look like a bagworm, but it, it doesn't at all. No. You know, it that's... looks because it looks like a pine cone. Uh, I can't, I, this feels like it's one of those weird lost in translation or like I, I, I don't know. This it just doesn't add up with this one. Is that fact of the week just solidifies and reinforces my general disinterest, if not just sheer dislike of insects in the Pokemon universe? I know that they are the favorites of so many, but you can't trust them. They <laughs> always try to eat you in the end. They try to they try to paralyze you. They try well, to I eat mean, you. They try to break your heart. animals in the wild. Yeah, so I mean, same. Same. I yeah. if I leave a bug alone, I expect them to leave me alone. <laughs> and if this pine cone, if I leave it alone and it still thinks it's going to eat me for a nice midday snack, we're going to have an issue. Now what but happens? If, now what happens, Megan? If you are lost in the wild and suddenly a deli bird approaches you and pulls out <laughs> a pine cone out of its out of its tail bag and says, uh, "Well, no. Megan." I, I offer you this food, but only one of you is walking out of here. Let's play a game. All right. Well, if it comes to that, I feel like, you know, induce deli bird into therapy. I guess I'm eating a bug type Pokemon, but yikes. This is a lot of damage. I don't like yeah. that we've turned deli bird into the saw of the, the franchise. And yet here we are. I think that's my favorite are. thing to come out of 2021 is we turned Deli Bird into a psychopath. <laughs> we turned Deli Bird into a murdering, torturous psychopath. Oh. Wow. Yep. I love the comments. Everyone's saying, oh, yeah, we're back to the skin sack now. So, yep, this is this is how we end our podcast in 2021. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, well, you know. Uh, you expect anything less at this point. Yep, come back, come back in 2022 for more horrific Pokemon facts <laughs> in which we speculate, you know, that, you know, let's find out what other Pokemon will eat a Charmander. You know, we'll, we'll get to that in 2022. The spoiler, the answer is most Pokemon will eat a Charmander. <laughs> Rus Bane, give me regional variant Krampus Delibird. Like, oh, oh, it's coming. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Look, have you seen what they did to Baskin? You know it's coming. <laughs> I, mean, well, like, I am legitimately horrified right now. It's going to be oh, no. it's going to be like a del deli board. It will be like a dark flying type. 
And it's been like, uh, yeah, this deli bird, instead of giving presents, goes and carries the dead bodies of children. And, that, and then I, that's it. We're going to we're gonna get the Jack Skellington version of a regional variant deli bird. And it's going to be a dark <laughs> flying type. And it's going to be perfect. Could you imagine if the Pokemon company like actually did that? Like, you know, Jack Skellington deli bird and just like looks over at Disney and it's like, you want to come at us, bro? <laughs> You want to do this? I mean, well, okay. you can look well, at Zigzagoon and his evolutions, and Gene Simmons from Kiss and the Gal and Galar. Pokemon uh, will do it. Don't honestly don't though. Honestly though, the fact that we have not gotten holiday variants of Delibird, it like look, look, Pokemon Go. We just gave you an idea. All right, here you go. You want to? You know, you're worried about worried about the future. This is how we fix it. Deli uh, awful. Like we get. We'll get a, a, a an Easter version. Uh, we'll get a Valentine's Day version of Deli Bird. That's like a, a Cupid, you know, a fairy, a fairy, you know, a fairy type. Look, this <laughs> just, just writes itself. We get the Halloween version. Uh, we get, you know, we'll get a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving turkey, turkeys out of yeah, its turkey skin Deli Bird. Like, look, it just writes itself. Oh no! Oh, well, there we go. Good. Get a drunk deli bird or a leprechaun deli bird for uh, for saying our Patrick day Ryan. deli bird just throws yeah, trees see? out of the skin scat. Amazing. It's going to be the new Eevee. It'll be perfect. Well, now I'm now that I'm thoroughly horrified, and I never want to think <sighs> about deli bird again. I don't know where else to go from here. No, the only way, the only place to go is to is to is to say to say farewell to 2021. <laughs> uh, it has been a it has been a good. It has been a good year. We appreciate uh, everyone that has tuned in live, everyone that has, has tweeted at us, everyone that has uh, gotten involved one way or another uh, to support this show. Honestly, this is uh, getting to do this uh, every Monday has been been a highlight for for me this year. Um, it's a uh, it's look look our show is very different from the other shows, uh, and and I appreciate uh, that aspect of it for sure. <laughs> so uh, the fact that we've been able to do it for for this long is just pure madness on my part. So well, it, it is what it is. Uh, but every, go ahead, Christian. I was gonna say every every uh, it seems like every month you know when I'm when I'm talking to people about this podcast, I'm always like I am I am shocked that we are still doing this for you know. <laughs> Like, honest to God, we are the little podcast that could, you know, because, you know, Comic Book Nation gets to talk about all things comic book and geeky and, you know, Marvel, you know, Phase Zero gets to talk about all the Marvel stuff. And we're just three, three folks talking about little cute animals who all eat each other. That's, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. And look, it. I, I, it's it's one of those things, too, right? And we, we, we talk about this quite a bit, right? Look, there are plenty of other Pokemon podcasts uh, to to listen for some. And honestly, at this point, some of them probably way more informative than this one uh, and, 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 and probably better. Okay? Look, I'm not, it's, it, it, I'm going to call a spade a spade. But because of um, because of the reviews you've left on iTunes and and elsewhere and whatnot, we uh, we have been able like we've climbed the ranks for for Pokemon shows. Like if you look, uh, go to search for Pokemon podcasts uh, and things like that. We used to it used to be pretty hard to find us, um, but through a lot of you know your recommendations and things like that, we really do. Um, uh, we really do appreciate, uh, obviously, you know, everyone coming to to check us out. So that's enough uh, mushy mushy uh, wishy washy, you know, feeling stuff. But uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep telling friends about the show. Keep uh, leaving us uh, leave, leave us reviews elsewhere, like we mentioned at the the top of the show. Uh, talk to us on Twitter. Pokemon at Pokemon Pod CB is the one for the show. I'm at Jim Biscardi. Christian's at Seahawk for Seabus. Megan is at, at Megan Peters CB. Till next year. Wild Pockets has appeared, Colin Legends. We'll catch you then.